Good morning. You're listening to KCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. That was a little Zepparella with Cashmere from their 2014 performance. And uh, standing by to join me is my very first guest, Vera Haranan. And I'm going to, I got to get this last name right. Vera Haranan Dandani. And she's here to talk about her latest book, The Night Diary. Good morning, Vera. Good morning. Give the listeners the correct pronunciation of your last name, please, just in case I messed up. <laughs> sure. It's Vera Hiranandani. Perfect. Thank you so much. So, Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. So tell me <laughs> what, uh, this is a very interesting story, uh, and I love the cover of the book. Oh, tell, thank you. You're welcome. Tell me what uh, led you to write this. Well, I feel like it was sort of years in the making, um, when I was young, I would hear stories about my father's experiences going through the partition of India. So he was born in what is now Pakistan, and he had to make a similar journey that Nisha, the main character in The Night Diary, makes in the book, um, starting from Mirpakas, Pakistan, over the new border mm-hmm. of India, um, in 1947, so I think I mentioned he was nine, and um, so when I was young, I would hear stories about this experience, and um, but at the same time, my family didn't share a lot. My father didn't want to share a lot of the details, I think, because it was an upsetting story, and it was something that his family wanted to leave behind, but of course, as a child, when you get the sense that maybe you're not being told the whole story, you become more curious. Oh, sure. Um, right? So yeah. I, I wanted to know more and more as I got older, and I started to ask more questions. Um, and, and as an adult, I started to do my own research, and I didn't know I would grow up to be a writer. Um, but when I did become a writer, I, I just knew I really wanted to try to shape a story around this piece of history. But it took me years to really feel comfortable um, attempting to take on this piece of history. And, um, and there are parts of the, the story, many parts, where Nisha's journey is quite different than what my father went through. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel like I've been holding this story for so long yes. in a way that I haven't felt about some of the other things that I've written. What led you to become a writer in the first place? Mm, well, there's a part of that answer that I just have no idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. I always liked to create things when I was young. So I was an artsy kid, and I liked to write and you know write poetry and plays and make up stories, and I liked to draw and paint and act and cook. And That's great. I, yeah, I just, I think I felt, I was kind of a shy kid on the lonely side, didn't always have the social life that I wanted to have. And I think making things always made me feel empowered, you know, sort of powerful. Right. Right. So I think that's part of it, that I could just kind of control my own story in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that I found out that maybe I was a little better at writing than some of these other things, like acting. (laughs) (laughs) A little better at writing. Um, And so I, I just stuck with it, and I went um, I went to graduate school pretty soon after I graduated college, and that was when I, I made my commitment to okay. writing for real. It still took me another 20 years to publish my first book, but um, 
that's when I that's kind of labeled myself as serious as, at this. So um, a couple questions. Yeah. Where did you go to college and what did you study? Um, I went to George Washington University mm-hmm. in D.C. and um, I studied communication. So I was um, doing things like radio and film um, and writing and all of those things. And then I took some writing classes, some really good writing classes there, creative writing classes, and mm-hmm. became more focused. Um, and then I graduated, and I remember working in a, a pretty big corporate law firm as a marketing assistant <laughs> <laughs> for a year. And I thought, oh, no, real world, not yeah. working for me. No. So um, I went back to graduate school and got my MFA at Sarah Lawrence College. Great. I feel like yeah. I'm listening to my life because I, <laughs> I went to Syracuse. I studied TV, radio, and film at Newhouse. Oh, I was wow. doing something else. I yeah. didn't really have the confidence. I ended up in corporate training and development. I looked out of my cubicle one day and I said, this is it. No, it doesn't feel like this is the end of the line for me. This is too, this is boring. This doesn't <laughs> fulfill me. And, uh, and then I got the acting bug, too. How did you get involved in acting? Um, I, I started acting when I was in high school, actually, and I liked hanging out with a lot of the, the theater kids, and it just felt there were just a bunch of creative kids who weren't always, you know, on everybody's radar and mm-hmm. not in the popular group in that sense, and they were usually the most interesting people that I would meet, and, um, and I thought, wow, this is great. I, I like this scene, but I also felt like um, I, I really could understand pretty easily always as a young person just trying to put myself in somebody else's shoes. I felt like that wasn't a difficult thing for me. But what was a difficult thing is um, trying to express that on stage. That didn't really work out. So I I just couldn't make that leap. I was Mm -hmm. always really self-conscious and quiet. And so acting that out wasn't going to work for me. But, But doing that with my characters when I write, I felt like it was, sort of an easier way for me to communicate that. So here's a question. The name of my show is Get the Funk Out. And yes. you've been... Love it. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. So how did you stay so positive through all of these ups and downs and then the fact that it took you a long time to get, you know, published and you just stuck to your guns? I really admire mm. that. Thank you. I, I've been thinking about that more because I feel like The Night Diary has just been well-received, and, and it's always kind of surprising to go through that. Um, very exciting. But a lot of people have been asking me that question more, like how have you sort of disciplined yourself to do this all of these years? Um, and I realized sort of I've just been thinking about why and how I've done that. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's just it's more... Sorry. Um, okay. it's <laughs> do you have kids? It's going on in my house. Well, I do, and I also have a cat who's <laughs> being a little <laughs> annoying right now. No, they're trying um, to get on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. So, um, I, you know, I think that I've just wanted to express myself this way for so long, mm-hmm. and it, I have always been able to be a disciplined writer in my adult life. I never kind of let go of that desire, but at the same time, it's not like I've been writing eight hours a day for years and years and years. Right. It's definitely like the Anne Lamott, bird by bird, just yes. putting a little bit in that's every true. week, but never letting go of it. And I think that's just, 
this inner motivation. It's not that when I sit down and write, I always feel really motivated or know what I want to say. I just, a lot of times I just force those words out on the paper and see mm-hmm. what I have. But there's that sort of macro motivation that I've never let go of. Um, that's and great. that's just allowed me to keep creating little by little over a long period of time. I, well, I love that you kept going, even though this, this whole field, everything you've gone into, you know, is filled with rejection, whether it was acting, you know, writing, you just kept going. Yeah. Well, I think, like, for acting, I, you know, I, I got rejected. I never got good parts. And I even acted, tried to act a little bit in college. And also, I think I didn't get into any of the plays I um, auditioned for. So I did give up. You know, I did feel like this isn't, I don't think this is going to work for me. For writing, when I would get a rejection, I've gotten plenty. Yeah. Um, and I sent out millions of short stories in early years. And, you know, uh, for every 50, maybe I got one somewhere in a tiny publication. But that one, you know, you only need one yes. Yes. Um, and I just started to feel the more, the years that I would spend, it just became, um, so much a part of my identity that I, I felt like I almost had no choice but to keep going. And then one little yes along the way would, like, keep me going for another few years. Right. Um, so, I, yeah. No, I get that. And you know what? I like that you said you felt like you didn't have a choice because sometimes you're just driven by what comes out of you, and you're, you can't ignore that. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've always, and it's a hard thing to explain, I think, to other people, because I've had many jobs and, and a few different careers, mm-hmm. um, but writing was always my baseline, and, um, and now it's, it's in the center of my life professionally, and I just, when people say, you know, how did you get to this point, I'm like, I guess I just never stopped trying to do this for 25 years, you know, and now right. I'm here, yeah. so... Um, a long road. But there's a lot to be said for that. And it's tough because sometimes people will say, don't you want to use your original degree? Or how come you didn't do what you originally started to do? But you you followed your heart and your passion and your deep love is creative writing. Yes, it really is. And and I... I love, and I love a lot of things, you know, but this is the thing that I just never get tired of doing or thinking about. doesn't mean I, I, don't, I don't get frustrated, um, or at times maybe I don't feel quite as aligned with what I want to do, um, but it always seems so open with possibility for me. And I've had some, now I've had some publications, so I feel like I have some yeses that will fuel me for years to come. Um, through the ups and downs, because there will be more. It's just the way it is. Um, and I enjoy teaching writing. That always kind of keeps me going when I'm talking to other people and sort of helping other people follow their dreams and find their visions. That's really um, gratifying for me. I, I like hearing you say that, because I always talk about my um, high school creative writing teacher who always, smelled, always said to me, there's no wrong answer. Whatever, yeah. whatever you write is from your heart, and no one can say that's not right, that's not good. It comes from you. Well, you had a good high school writing teacher. Not everybody has that experience. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. No, she's yeah. fabulous. So uh, right now uh, you teach creative writing at Sarah Lawrence College, the Writing Institute? Yes, I teach at the Writing Institute, so it's a non-credit program, and it's mm-hmm. adults. Um, and it, it's a lot of people who've kind of been turning over an idea for a long time, and they finally sort of feel brave enough to really commit to it. 
and I kind of meet them where they are at that point. Um, and it's really exciting to just watch how many people have so many different ideas and, and different um, dreams of how, how they want to communicate themselves. And um, I could give everybody, you know, the same exact plot and everybody would handle it in such a different way. Oh, so I, I love seeing that. Wow. And also tell me about the uh, Rytopia, Rytopia Lab. Yeah, so um, I've also taught at a place called Rytopia Lab, which is this amazing creative writing program for kids, mm-hmm. so ages 8 to 18. Um, and I love that I've had the experience to work with young people and people, you know, closer to my age, um, because when you work with kids, it's very much about um, allowing them to express themselves whatever way um, they can. And what your high school writing teacher said, you know, there's no wrong way to do this writing exercise or this writing game. Um, And they're not as focused on, you know, well, how will I get this published and what's the market like? And they're not thinking about any of those things. You know, they just want to express themselves um, and they want to feel satisfied. And I think for for middle school, high school, whatever, it's a great um, form of expression. There's so much stress going on with kids nowadays. I think writing is everything for them. Absolutely, and just that safe space where they can be themselves, and it tends to be a lot of people who are drawn to creative writing, not always, but a lot of times it's people who are maybe not always comfortable expressing themselves out in the world verbally, you know, and they're kind of shy and maybe a little more introverted like I was, mm-hmm. um, and so it's it's nice for them to just find that comfort yes, and freedom. Yeah. So uh, where can people find out more about you? They can go to my website if they can spell my name, www.verahiranandani.com, <laughs> <laughs> and they can find me on Twitter, at Vera Hira. Um, and then you can always just look up The Night Diary and find my name. So, so yeah. Excellent. I'm and out there. <laughs> you're out there. Any last bit there. of advice for people that are, are writers and they're struggling and they're thinking, oh, this is year five and nothing's happening or whatever? Yeah. I mean, it's really just the long view and everybody's going to decide how important it is to them because the thing is that nobody really cares mm-hmm. <laughs> more than you. You know, nobody's going to care more than you. You're the one that's going to care the most if you write today, if you get your draft done. And to not to not look for anybody else, just to stay true to what you really need um, to feel fulfilled as a person, and it, and then you know just to be on the on the long road. Uh, I think usually good things happen yes. when people stick it out. Fantastic! Thank you so much for calling into the show. This has been fantastic. Oh yeah, I really enjoyed it. My pleasure. Thank have, you. Have a wonderful day. All right. You too. Bye bye. That was Vera Hiranandani, and uh, she was joining us to talk about her book, The Night Diary. If you missed any part of this, it will be up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And again, you can learn more about Vera by visiting her website, which is Vera, I'm going to spell it, V-E-E-R-A-H-I-R-A-N-A-N-D-A-N-I.com. And she's also on Twitter at Vera, that's V-E-E-R-A-H-I-R-A. I'm on Twitter at moms underscore rock if you want to follow me. And so is KUCI at KUCI FM. I'm going to play uh, my next segment, which is an interview I did with Amy Kaufman, who wrote a book called Bachelor Nation. 
You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.